Welcome back to another episode of the Breakfast Pizza Podcast. I'm JR, joined again with Lucas. I'm uh, about a quippy, quick things to say at the beginning. Uh, you could always try hello. But, every <laughs> but everybody does that. And I know that's a terrible reason, so don't. Yeah, I don't know. I've been saying, you know, what's up? And I, I felt like I was cool. Oh, you need a new catchphrase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need a catchphrase. Yeah. Um, maybe you guys can help us out with a new catchphrase for Lucas. That's a great idea. Um, and speaking of which, before we get started, want to give a shout out to Ricky Hit, um, the first and only member of our super fan club. Yeah, he's probably been the biggest uh, breakfast pizza podcast fan. Um, we appreciate him. Um, yeah, it's hey. always it's fun to interact with you guys if you uh, like our posts or memes that we share. I would say if you like Lucas's live tweeting, but he never does it. I um, was playing golf. Yeah, I mean, you know, some of us were putting work in watching football. I was putting work. I was trying to work on my game or something. I don't know. I have hobbies. No excuses. Um, <laughs> but big shout out to Ricky. Um, and last week, I said that we were technically radio. I did get reached out to. Someone told me that I was right. Because they listen to the podcast in the car, and that makes it radio. I so if you send a message saying that Jr. is right, we'll definitely listen to that one. You're going to get a response because Jr. monitors things better than I do, and you tell him he's right. He wants to come in here and let me know that someone agrees with him. I still don't know that that constitutes radio, but it's not important. Terribly important anyway. I think if you listen to it on the radio, it's radio. But it, you don't listen to it on the radio. The radio isn't the speakers in the car. The radio isn't what makes the sound. Like It's technically like internet radio. I can go with internet radio. Yeah. I can live with that. We're in the radio biz. It's okay. In the internet radio biz. Yeah. yeah they that's don't have better. to see our face, therefore radio. That's true. Yep. That's true. Although most of these people know us, so they do know what we look like. I see. There's one person from Ireland that has no idea who we are. <laughs> but he, he, like I said, he also clicked on the wrong thing. Yeah, but speaking of which... I still haven't heard anything from the person that lives in Ireland, but re- reach out to us. Yeah. I want <laughs> yeah, to just talk to you and figure out why you listen to our podcast. I also um, want to adopt that accent if I can. But yeah, that would be fantastic. It's probably not going to work out with the accent I already have. so <laughs> That'd really be laying it on <laughs> thick. Um, <laughs> it would be. All right, so we're going to start off. We're, we're going to try to stay structured a little more snappy this time. Try to we keep it plan. under an hour. We got a plan. Um, so let's start off. Uh, Lucas, what's your three big takeaways from the weekend? I don't know if I'd call them three big takeaways. I'm calling these the three things. This is the three stuff at the beginning. Oh, these could be your three breakfast pizza toppings. There were, that's, I can't decide if that's really lame or a great idea. Hey. I'm not sure. Listen, corny, it works. Right. Yep. Definitely corny. Um, so one thing I, uh, I had Le'Veon Bell on my fantasy roster. Um, I have since cut him, but I had him on my roster. Someone else dropped him. I picked him up. I'm like, what the heck? Cause I had Saquon Barkley. He's out, you know, I'm hurting for running backs. So I picked him up and then he gets cut by the jets, of course. And, uh, so you get a little update, you know, on Yahoo sports that tells you what's going on with the player. And I'm like, oh, what do they got to say? Are they talking about any potential teams? So I click on the little update, and I read the update, and it's talking about, you know, another 
episode in the saga of Adam Gase and all his drama in New York, and it gets to the end, <coughs> excuse me, and the ending line was just my favorite thing ever. The last line of this dude's like little write-up on Le'Veon Bell, he's talking about the Jets and just says the Jets have let their star running back walk. Last sentence, bad teams stay bad. And I thought that was just so perfect. It's like bad teams just stay bad. They just are. They're the Jets, and they're bad. They're going to stay bad. It's part of who they are. I just thought that was great. I laughed real hard when I read that bad teams stay bad. Jets fit that perfectly. Uh, So that made me laugh. Second thing, uh, really cool moment, I thought. Not all that significant, just super cool moment. Um, Miami's up big at the end of their game on the Jets, and Ryan Fitzpatrick has played a great game. He goes out, Tua comes in and uh, completes a couple passes, but the coolest part about it was Ryan Fitzpatrick is just so hyped up for Tua when he gets to the game. Like, he's on the sideline, jumping up and down, like trying to pump people up. He was so happy to see Tua get in the game. Tua made it a couple plays, you know, just he had like nine yards, completed two passes, and that was it. That's all he did. So it wasn't significant in what he did, but it was cool to see him get on the field, and it was so cool to see Fitzpatrick, like this old veteran guy. <clears throat> Excuse me again. This old veteran guy who's been around forever, just like gets so excited for this young dude getting in. I thought that was just the coolest thing ever. And to, I, I loved that. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. And I like Ryan Fitzpatrick. I love him. I think he's amazing, and I don't think he gets enough credit. Um, that being said, I really loved what happened after the game. Yeah. Uh, where Tua went back out on the field. I think he was sitting in the field. I heard something about he was FaceTiming his yeah, mom. Yeah, I heard he was FaceTiming his parents because they weren't at the game. Because they weren't expecting, you know, he wasn't expected to play. Right. So they, they weren't there. So his parents didn't get to see live in person him, you know, play his first football game, be in the first few snaps in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, but I thought that was pretty amazing. I mean, as a parent, I thought that was awesome. Yeah, I I thought that was super cool too. So yeah. just like a nice heartwarming, feel good story from the weekend. Tua gets in, the team's loving it. You know, he sits out in the middle of the field, FaceTimes parents afterwards. Just a cool, cool situation. And the third thing is like. The NFL totally just swept under the rug, didn't make a big deal about how many people got put on the COVID list this week. There there was not like two or three. There were so many people this week from all – I don't have time to go into it. And some of them were cleared. Some of them were, you know, just didn't play. Some of them uh, tested negative before the weekend but were positive all week. It's just weird. I don't fully understand, haven't been able to track everybody who – is on the COVID list and not, but like the Jaguars put like dang near the whole practice squad on the COVID list during this past week. They played their game just fine. Apparently they, you know, didn't have any other players test positive. I don't know, but man, the Rona's coming and it's, it's, I'm saying it's going to happen sooner or later. They're going to like have to shut it down for a week or two or something because there's just no way. They're moving so many games as it is, and it just seems to be getting worse. I don't know. Yeah, and, I mean, it was weird not having Thursday night football this week. Yep. It made that stretch from Tuesday to Sunday. Felt real long, didn't it? Yeah, it, it was because it was even a short work week because there was a holiday Monday. Yep. Or at least for me. And 
it made it feel like a long week because there wasn't any more football until Saturday. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It felt long. I was like looking, you know, Thursday night. I'm like, well, can't watch the football game, I guess. Like, Yeah, and then um, college football. Like Nick Saban tested positive, (laughs) and somehow, like in two days, he took three negative tests, so therefore he could coach. He's quote unquote cleared to play, whatever that means. Yeah, in the biggest game of the year. Not not saying anything negative about the Alabama medical system, but I feel they may have been biased in this situation. They certainly had the motivation. The motivation is there. Yeah, I mean, the. Biggest game of Alabama maybe this year. Probably not because they'll be in the national championship. So far, I think, the biggest game. Potentially the biggest game of the regular season. And the, uh, no. Well, then uh, after Florida's game, their head coach test positive. Oh, I didn't even see that. Yeah, he test positive after, like, got a positive result after the game. And it's just like, man. That's interesting. So, the NFL handling this, I think they've done pretty well. But they have all the money, all the doctors. They have all the resources to do this. Yeah. Like college, I mean. And also, not to say all NFL players use their head as well as they should, but like you got 30 year old, like somewhat grown ish men in the NFL. Right. You've got a bunch of college dudes out there. Well, at this point, most of the college dudes, they're just trying to get a little bit of film to prep for the draft. Unless they're a younger player. Right. And if they're a younger player, they probably just don't really care anyways. Yeah, the season's just a wash for them. So, I mean, if Trevor Lawrence wants to win another national championship, win a Heisman Trophy, be the number one pick to the Jets. (laughs) If I was him, I'd sit it down. Good luck. (laughs) Yeah. Get it down. Get on the bench, buddy. Not worth it. Yeah. Um, They'd probably still draft him. But – Lucas, those were three good yeah. toppings. Those are they're good toppings. That's yeah. your sausage, bacon, and pepperoni. You don't put pepperoni on a breakfast pizza. I mean, you do if that's what All right, was so on here's your pizza the night settled. before. This is the debate I've had this with a couple people talking about the name of the podcast. Breakfast pizza can mean two things. It can be cold leftover pizza. Yeah. And if it's leftover pizza, it has to be eaten cold. There, yeah, to be breakfast pizza. Yeah, you can't eat microwaved pizza. You can't heat up your pepperoni pizza from Domino's last night and eat that at eight o'clock in the morning That's, or before. That's yeah, bad. You got some problems, um, or you will have if you do that. The other option is a legitimate breakfast pizza. Um, there was a pizza place in the gas station next to my parents' house growing up. They would make a breakfast pizza, which had eggs and bacon. I don't know. I think the sauce was gravy. <laughs> and it was more like a biscuit yeah, crust or something. Yeah, biscuits and gravy. But, and then Sheets has a breakfast pizza on their menu. Yeah. Um, if you don't know what Sheets is, then go uh, get some I'm Sheets. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, they're not everywhere. They don't have Sheets all over the place. Where do they not have Sheets? I don't think there's Sheets in Ohio. Really? Yeah. I'm not it's in a, Ohio often. It's a very big Pennsylvania, West Virginia thing. They have them south of here, don't they? Like uh, Virginia? I mean, sheet started in Pennsylvania. Huh. I didn't know that. Yeah. I learned something new yep. already. All right. So my three toppings. Yeah. 
first off, uh, stay, sticking with college football, WVU won this weekend. They looked pretty good, I thought. They, they looked better. Aside from the first quarter. Yeah, but I mean, Kansas is bad. Yeah, Kansas was really bad. The first quarter scared the crap out of me. Yep. Um, Marshall also won this weekend. And there was a tweet that went out from some Marshall affiliate Twitter account that said Marshall was the best football team in the state of West Virginia. Them are fighting words right there. Well, I mean, just so everyone's aware, Marshall's undefeated. They haven't lost anyone. Um, they are ranked 22nd. Um, really? Yeah. Uh, they've pretty much dominated everyone they've played. They won 59 nothing. They won 17 to 7 over Appalachian State, which was a ranked team. Yeah. They won 38-14, 35-17. They're routing some folks. Yeah, they're not those aren't close games other than the App State game. And I'm not going to I won't say that they're better than WVU, but I'm it's glad good. that WVU doesn't play them this year. I'm not worried about I wouldn't be worried about that game. But, I mean, like, they're going to be undefeated at the end of the year. They play FAU, FIU, MTSU, CLT, ABC. Who in the heck? ABC was one I made up. But yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously. Might as well. Yeah. Well, they might go undefeated. and Well, it sounds like they got a really good chance of it. Really good chance of it. Yeah, I would say Eastern Carolina probably would have been their other big test. But that game was postponed because of COVID. If that's your big test, though, can you really be – in the same league as WVU. I mean, no. There's a chance that Appalachian State is better than uh, Kansas. Uh, yeah. Baylor. That's uh, maybe, but fine, maybe, definitely Kansas. Kansas is god awful. Kansas terrible football team. All right. Um. So it's. I would be interested to watch that game because I think they're two completely different teams. Yeah. Um. But I do think that. Marshall's really good. They are. And as a, you know, West Virginian, proud to have two good football teams in the state. It's better than none. Um, Which is what we get a lot of years. My next topping is uh, sort of congratulatory um, for – I'm sort of cramming two toppings into one. Um, first off, uh, the Falcons did not blow a fourth-quarter <laughs> lead, so – Gold star for the Falcons. Way to go, boys. Yeah. Um, second of all, uh, Cam Newton fumbled a ball against the Broncos <laughs> and then actually <laughs> tried to recover it. So he Made good, an effort. Way to go, Cam, Cam Newton. Newton. Yeah. We'll give him a award um, for, uh, I don't know, something. Doing your job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Making some kind of effort. Yeah. So He'll never live that down in the Super Bowl. Just looking at it and being like, Ah, uh, like, never, never mind. I mean, like in sort of his credit, he was getting just almost murdered back there all day. Yeah, but you can't give up in the Super Bowl. I mean, you're right; he was getting killed, but right, you can't just not get on the football. Agreed. Not good leadership. Terrible leadership. Speaking of bad leadership, that leads me into my final topping. Which, before we do this. This is not approved by Lucas. This message is not approved by Lucas. Deshaun Watson was had some horrible leadership at the end of the game. So the Titans tie the game up. Yeah. 
they're going into overtime, which, by the way, they're going into overtime because Romeo Cornell decided to go for two instead of kick the field goal to go up eight. Bone he wanted to go move. up nine, and then it failed, and then he was only up seven, so they had to go yep. into overtime. That was a bonehead. Um, yeah, not very smart. Um, that was a New York Jets maneuver right there. Yep, that was he did not learn that one from Bill Belichick. Um, <laughs> but when they did the coin toss, um, I don't remember who went out for the Titans, but Deshaun Watson went out for the Texans. The Texans lost the coin toss, and Deshaun Watson like threw his hands up and threw his head back and spun around and was completely defeated at the fact that they didn't win the coin toss. Which to everyone that watched it, said, oh, he thinks they're losing the game. Do you know who else watches that? Your entire team. You're the leader of the team. You can't do that. That's horrible leadership. You can't lead your people being defeated at the result of a coin toss. That's true. You got to clap your hands. You got to walk to the sideline and say, come on, let's get a stop, get the ball, and we'll win this game. You can't. That's true. Oh, No. You can't do that. That's horrible. I, okay. I mean, you got to at least respect Matt Hasselback when they won the coin toss. He said, we're taking the ball. We're going right. to win the game. And then throws a pick six. At um, least, but at least he believed. They were excited about it, and he believed. Yeah. Uh, right. that was, I was trying to figure what all my toppings were. The other one was Nick Foles. Oh, yeah. In his press conference. Uh, I can't remember exactly what he said, but he essentially told the media, like, the media asked what how he felt about being the ugliest five and one team in the <laughs> NFL, and he responds with, "You know what? Doesn't really matter what you say, because you know what? We love each other in the locker room, and that's all that matters." And I was like, "All yeah. right, go Nick. That's some good leadership. Maybe you should share some of that with Deshaun Watson." Yeah. So I'll rescind a little bit of my not approved because I agree you can't do that, but so I like Deshaun. Watson. Lucas was not going to approve if I started with Deshaun Watson is a stooge. Correct. If you if you led the same way you led when you and I had this conversation, I was gonna not approve it. But well, I had to set you up. So then you made me look bad. Speaking of the Texans Titans game, um, their game next week is going to be very exciting. Titans. Titans. Oh yeah. Playing against the Steelers. Oh yeah. Five and O Steelers. Man, I was. They stinking shellacked. The Browns. I couldn't believe it. Like I would, I did not. Admittedly, Steelers fan as I am, I was playing a golf tournament with my family, so I didn't get to watch the game. But I was, you can bet, I was watching scores, and they were stinking, just beating the snot out of the Browns. And I got home and I'm watching highlights. Baker Mayfield just didn't. He forgot the play altogether. Pittsburgh's defense played great. Roethlisberger played good enough. He wasn't incredible, but he didn't have to be. No one offensively was incredible, but they didn't have to be. So, I shared a tweet. Um, there's at least one tweet I have to backtrack on, but you know, <laughs> that, you'll, you'll have yeah, those. One's not that bad, you know? I mean, one out of – I don't know how many I put out there. But I retweeted Colin Cowherd who is not a Baker Mayfield fan. Yeah, not at all. Um, and that streak goes both ways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Baker Mayfield doesn't like him either. Um, but he tweeted, 
and it was probably around the third quarter, maybe the second quarter. It was not somewhere in that range. He tweeted that Baker Mayfield is now officially holding back a good offense. Wow. That's an interesting take. But well, I mean, because if you think about it, when Baker Mayfield plays well, it's off of the play action pass when he can get moving and get out of the pocket, and there's a threat of the run. Yeah, they got to run first. If you put him into being a drop back passer, he gets happy feet. Yeah. Poor mechanics. Yeah, he's proven that he can't do that. And at then this he point. gets he gets gunslinger he and just he, throws it. He thinks he's Brett Favre back there, man. Yeah, but he's six inches shorter. But he's not. Not he's as not good Brett. of an arm. Not as talented. Yeah, he's not Brett Favre. Right. But he sure thinks he is sometimes. Yeah, and so that makes me I, – I worry about the Browns now because they have a lot of personalities. I didn't think OBJ would work on that team. I'm surprised that he has well, – I mean, like, in the fourth quarter, he was walking around without his shoes on yelling at whatever fans were actually in the stadium. Yeah. So, I don't know that we can say it's working. Yeah, well, I can't believe it's been this long without him doing something at least that level or worse. Yep. I think that's enough time on the Browns. Um, Kudos, Miles Garrett. He sacked a Steelers quarterback. And managed to not attempt murder right after. Way to go. Another another gold star handed out this week. Yeah, I did see when they put Mason Rudolph in. Miles Garrett left the game. That's I don't know. If, probably. I don't know move. if Mason Rudolph has a restraining order. <laughs> Keep that man away from me. Yeah. How, how does it? How does a restraining order work on the football field? I, I don't know. I mean, seems like a good idea. I don't know, but maybe Golden Tate should get one on Jalen Ramsey too while we're at it. Before they end up swinging at each other again, I, I don't think either one of them are opposed to getting into another kerscuffle. Yeah, I don't <laughs> kerscuffle. I, uh, I think Donnie I made Brooke. Donnie yeah. Brooke, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think they are either. I think they'd fight each other again right now. But I will say, um, the Steelers played really well. They uh, looked great. Big Ben didn't have big numbers. But when Big Ben doesn't have big numbers, the Steelers are at their best. A lot of times, yeah. I'll admit, what we did yesterday is what I would love to see the rest of the season. And that goes back to whenever they won the Super Bowls when Ben was younger They were in his a defensive career. team. They were a defensive team. They yep. ran the ball. And Big Ben made plays when he had to make a play. Yeah. But he was not a drop back 60 times a he game. He didn't throw 500 yards. Put the entire game on my back and right. let me carry you all the way. That's never worked. Yeah, it, yeah, it never worked consistently. Right. Right. There's only a few quarterbacks you can do something like that with, and Ben Roethlisberger's not one of them. I would agree. I love Big Ben to death, but that's not – that's just not him. You know, right. he makes big plays when you need him, but he just doesn't – he doesn't throw for 500 no, yards can, and three touchdowns every week. Right. He's just not doing it. Um, but, I mean, it's very similar to how Ryan Tannehill plays in Tennessee, which, by the way, is playing great. Tannehill is playing great. He's just He's just so solid. He's yep. just so solid. He doesn't like – you don't watch him and go, wow, what a quarterback. This guy's incredible. But you're never looking at him either and being like, what in the heck is that guy thinking? Why in the world, you know? And Derrick Henry just runs over, through, and – I mean, he doesn't run around anyone. But that 95 – 94 – He ran away. 94 yards. Yeah. He ran away from the defense. Yeah, he was booking it. He is the biggest dude in the shot running away from everybody else. 
I love Derrick Henry. So I think it was so Derrick Henry, just a physical specimen, uh, along with other players like Cam Newton, right? Yeah. So uh, Stephanie and I were watching The Masked Singer. I don't know if you ever watched it. I haven't. No, but um, I I understand the concept. Right. So there was someone in a mask, and like, oh, I think he's a football player. Is it Cam Newton? And I was like, I was like, he's this person is in a costume standing <laughs> beside Nick Cannon. <laughs> And they're almost the same height. Do you understand how big of a human Cam Newton is? He's huge. He's massive. What is six six? Yeah, uh, he's. I don't know. He looks like a defensive end. Yeah, he's like six six two fifty sixty ish. But I am very excited for the Titans and Steelers game. Yeah, that's going to be a great watch. Um, great watch. And uh, we'll get to picks later. But one big concern: Devin Bush's injury. Yeah, that the win came with the cost. Um, because he's a great, great player. I mean, it, go back as far as you want. The Steelers' defense has been strong defensive line, linebacker, and the, and the linebackers have been so key. Joey Porter, James Ferrier, Larry, uh, Larry Foot, like, and then Ryan Shazier. Yeah, Lamar Woodley, James Harrison, like always. But the interior of that is the underrated side of the Steelers' defense. Everyone gets all the attention. Ryan Shazier was an undervalued, underrated player. Oh, he was incredible. Yeah. He was great. He yeah. was fast. He was great in coverage. And Devin Bush is a similar player. Yeah. He's I, not He's not Ryan Shazier 2.0. Right. But he's similar. Yep. That's a big loss. It was a big loss when they lost Ryan Shazier. Huge. Because um, I thought they had a good team that year. And they probably would have went farther had it not been for that. I agree. Um, so that was unfortunate. And that's a big loss for the Steelers. I agree. Um, and it'll be interesting because next week's a week that that will make a big difference. It will. The the one, I don't know if you call it comforting. I don't worry so much about the run game suffering. I worry about pass coverage because the guy coming in. So, Johnny Smith, real good tight end. And you got to, I mean, linebackers normally end up covering some of those guys, and especially over the middle. Right. I, the Titans would, could feast there. They um, they could like the guy coming in. I'm terrible Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Vince uh, Williams is that his name? Yeah, number ninety eight. Number ninety eight. I can't even remember who he is. I'm blanking. But anyway, he plays great run defense. You know, he's strong in the hole. He's strong up the middle, but he struggles. He's not real fast, and he struggles in pass coverage. So I don't worry so much about him playing the run, but I do think it's really going to hurt our ability to cover tight ends, our ability to cover guys over the middle without Devin Bush in there because Devin Bush is a fantastic player, and he's fast, plays great coverage. He's good against the run, too, but we don't lose a lot when Williams comes in as well, far as run. For the Steelers' defense to be successful, the run has to be stopped. Yeah. Uh, another big injury leading into that game is Taylor Luan posted today that he tore his ACL. He's out for the oh, season. Oh, dang, yeah. I was afraid uh, that was the case. So that's a – yeah, so not that those two are going to offset in any way, but those are two very big, interesting losses. For each team. Um, I will say Taylor Luan missed several games last year. So not that his backups, but got The backup didn't time. look good yesterday, though. Like, he put him in and J.J. Watt immediately ran right over him, which is J.J. Watt. He's been known to do that, too. A number of people, right? But, but so is his little brother. I was to say, but so is T.J. Watt, Bud Dupree, Stephon Tuitt. Like, 
I I think it. I think they may struggle to stop the rush of Pittsburgh this coming week. Yep. Like, but that's if they don't get the run game going. And if anybody's going to stop Derrick Henry, I think it's going to be the Steelers. I genuinely believe the Steelers got the best defense in the NFL this year. So I really do believe that. Yeah, so I think that's a good transition point to talk about some games that were surprising last week. And we'll talk about a team that I think could have one of the best defenses in the NFL. That's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They looked really good. Man, they It's were f- hard to make Aaron Rodgers look bad. Yeah. I So there's some bad blood there between him and Sue. Yeah, Sue bullied him on that sack. Sue didn't go to the ground with him. Sue literally just pushed him on the ground like a two-hand touch. Yeah. And Aaron Rodgers was getting up, and he had words for Sue when he got up. Yeah. I mean, you know those guys are mic'd up. I want to hear it. (laughs) Well, I want somebody else to hear it and uh, maybe add a few little beeps in there. I mean, I don't care. Like, I'll listen to the expletives. (laughs) I mean – I'm an adult. I've yeah, heard all those words before. True. Um but yeah. Interesting cuz you know some microphone picked that up. I want to know what was said, especially with no fans in the stadium. Yeah. Um uh, I guess Aaron, there was there was fans there, wasn't they? They were in Tampa. There were, yeah. yeah. Never mind. So, I mean the game started off and it looked like it was going to be a Packers route. 10-0. Did you see the picture of Aaron Jones on the sideline looking like Macho Man? Did you see I that? I did not. He has got these sunglasses on, looks just like a macho man. He's got, like, the Gatorade. He's got hair and a sweatband going. It's phenomenal. He looks he looks incredible. I love that picture. Quick sidebar, but I love that picture. Yeah. He was looking good. They were up to no macho man on the sidelines. Looked great. Yep. So, but that was the, the end of that. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. It was just a beat down – and so we picked the Packers to be the last standing undefeated team. We did say, I'm going to save our butts a little the bit. The caveat we, was, I was Tampa say, Bay. Our caveat was like, they have to get through this week. They did not. Which we thought they were going to because Tom Brady forgot what down it was <laughs> in Chicago. <laughs> he didn't even know he caught. Uh, yeah. But again, so a team gets embarrassed and it's a good team. They come back the next week, and they're like, we can't. Like, nope, that's not acceptable. Tampa Bay Buccaneers did that. They came back and won. The San Francisco 49ers, who were embarrassed at home last week against the Dolphins. Yeah. They got Fitzmagic right out of the building. (laughs) They did. And they came back last night, and they just put a thumping. Yeah, the Rams, the score, I watched the game. I think the score is closer than the game was. As in, at no point did I think the Rams might come back and win this game. Oh, yeah. At no point did I think that. Um, I mean, Aaron Donald is still – I I could make an argument that Aaron Donald is the most impressive player in the NFL. Well, if you listened to the commentators last night, I don't know how many times. I like Aaron Donald a lot. I got sick of them saying, best player on the planet. Aaron Donald, best player on the planet, probably the best football player in the world. It's like, all right. I mean, technically, if you're the best football player in the NFL, you're the best player in the world. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, I agree. It's just like I was tired of them. Like, we like, I got it. You really like Aaron Donald. Um, I do too. But relax a little bit. A little, just a little. I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying relax. They did show a shirtless picture of him 
And I'm like, oh, I'm glad Olivia's not in the room. You know, jeez, that man is yeah. yoked. He's to use the cool term. He is a beast. Yeah. To be that large and that just ripped. Yeah. He's um, all it, muscle. It's impressive. Um. But that game was there was one officiating thing in that game that I was scratching my head. I made no sense to me. It was in the first half. There was a third down, or I don't know. Jarrett McKinnon carried the ball for a first down. He was he going to the ground. His helmet was touched, and then as he was getting up, he just flipped the ball out. Yeah. And then one of the Rams defenders picked the ball up and ran it back. I don't think they ran it for a touchdown, but it was deep into San Francisco territory. Yeah. And then they went to a commercial break, and they're like, ah, oh, he was definitely down. And then they right. came back, and they're like, all the players were going down to that end of the field, and you're like, what are they? <laughs> and then it's like, and the play's under review. And it's like, I was just What's now? What? Like, what do you <laughs> – what has taken so long? <laughs> like, so I don't know if they went under review and they left the field as it was on the field, and then uh, New York's just like, "Hey, uh, we can't be having that." Yeah, fix it. You're gonna need uh, to look at this again. You're wrong, way wrong. Yep. Yeah, I understand the like letting them play it out thing. You know, somebody goes down, you're not sure if the ball came out or not. Let them play. And then review it, but if it's not close, don't like. If it's pretty obvious, like go ahead and blow the play dead, and don't make everybody you know go into review, stand around, wait. Teams walk the other side of the field, right. different sides of football. Like, don't do that. So, do that. A little probably a small tangent. We won't spend much on this, but there's a lot more female referees. Not that this was an issue with female referees. Right. But I will be interested to see when there's a female head referee. Mm-hmm. The chief on the team is a female. Um, as a country, we still don't respond to females in any form of leadership very well. Right. And you would think that football players, all these alpha dudes out there, so to speak. Well, I don't even think it'd be from the football players. The other refs? Mm, I mean, you never know. I mean, there's a... A lot of closet misogynists out there. Yeah. That Let me just quit trying to make your point for you. And I keep trying to guess at what you're talking about. Well, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see uh, essentially the reaction from fans. Um, because there's a lot of hate for referees. Oh, yeah. If they're not Ed Hockley, who's just yoked out there flexing for every <laughs> first down move. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of hate on referees and – um, I don't know. I can't think of a moment where I saw a female referee and like, I don't, you don't really look at the side judges or the umpire. Like you don't look at them. You look at the crew chief and that's who you're basically looking at. Right. And we haven't seen a female in that role. And there were some bad officiating calls made. I saw some bad ones. And I mean, if it's, game on the line and you got this like what's going to happen if there was a female because our country does like a lot of people in the country don't respond well to that yeah I personally don't have an issue I don't really care I think it's awesome that there's female referees because that means that females also like football yeah I think that's awesome but 
There are some people that will not view it that way. Yeah. My my other concern is like some of the worst things I've ever heard spoken from one human to another human have been some from some fan or some player to a referee. Like people so I, are not always any kind of decent to referees. So I love Gene Steratore. I think Gene Steratore <laughs> is one of the greatest humans of all time. But there are some Oakland Raider fans <laughs> out there that like they hear Gene Steratore, all they think of is an index card and they want to just <laughs> lose their mind. Yeah. Uh which by the way, that was one of the most epic referee things ever. Just slide the index card down and like, oh yeah, first down is made no sense. It didn't. But it was awesome. I've ne- I've never seen that as like a measuring device before like he just broke that out to measure for this first down it was epic like Um, it was what you do and it's definitely not what you do yeah that was on sunday night football too so yeah better people were watching people noticed it was amazing um sorry that was a little bit of a tangent but that's a good tangent i thought that interesting conversation because yeah it's gonna happen yeah i I foresee it it happening because we have some female assistant coaches in the nfl right um which, by the way, I love that. I think it's amazing, right? I yeah, mean, I got no problem with it. There are male coaches that coach predominantly female sports. Yeah, yeah. There are – I I could foresee a time where maybe the first head female head coach in a men's sport would end up being in basketball. Yeah, I see that happening first. Like, I think that's easier than football. I mean, for sure – because it's a sport that they could have dominated through WNBA or something. Maybe soccer. Yeah, maybe I mean, soccer. I don't watch yeah. a whole lot of soccer. Maybe that's already a thing. Yeah. Um, how to ask Zach. Football, like, football's harder because there is no equivalent. Like, there is no right. WNFL. Like, there's no, you know, there's no, women don't play They did football. try at one point. Did they? Yeah, I think it was like the Lingerie Football League. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Of course that's what it would be. Yeah, we live in such a perverted society. It's like horrible. our uh, Instagram messages. <laughs> yeah, like all we're, these. Listen, we're, all we are is a public page of two dudes who talk about football and just like, and we keep, the other day, I'm like getting notifications like, oh, you have a new follow. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I always check it because I'm curious. And, like, I looked the other day, I was like, you have a new follow from, like, Hot Girl, and it like, a bunch of numbers. I'm like, what in the heck is going on? What is this? But it, it just, like. Yeah, I don't know. What's the way? I guess they just follow anybody. What is, yeah, what is that? Like. I don't know. I, have I no idea. honestly have no idea. Yeah, I don't either. Like, I don't understand what the purpose is. What person clicks on that and, like, follows them and, yeah. like, I don't know. I, I can't get my head around any of it. Yep. Um, anyway, yep. So, just see me. other surprising games of the weekend. Yeah, back to where we were at. Um, so we talked about. I mean, the Buccaneers and the Packers was the big surprise because we were both. So the only yeah. pick out of our last week picks that we could <laughs> talk about is this game because <laughs> the Bills and Chiefs were postponed and they're playing tonight. Uh, right now. Yeah, and they start at five. The Cowboys and Cardinals play it Monday night, so we don't have to talk about the Cowboys this week. So I'm sorry, or you're welcome. It would be the latter for you. Well, 
I know we got always, some Cowboys enjoy, fans on here. I enjoy talking about the Cowboys when they lose, which is most of the time. So, that's, I'm telling you, this was a bad year for you to start this podcast. Cowboys are bad. Steelers are so stinking good. You know what's funny? So, just a quick tangent on this. You know that the ratings are tied to the Cowboys. When the Cowboys stink, they're not even playing on Sunday. They're playing on Monday night. Yeah. And they still spend segments speaking about Dak Prescott and his contract. They still talk about it. People love to talk about the Cowboys. Yep. Because they're dramatic. That's where the money's it's at. It's like reality TV So we've talked there. about it that way. Maybe yeah. we can make some money. Um, I was accused of using all the podcast money <laughs> to buy a new truck this weekend. <laughs> Which, which technically, yes. I mean, that's because there's zero podcast monies. Correct. Cr- yet. So we'll I'm see. Still not wrong. But yeah, Packers Packers losing the Bucks was. I I won't say it shocked me. It shocked me in the manner like the blowout, like thirty eight ten, I believe. And it wasn't like, that close. And it wasn't. And it wasn't close. Yeah. Like that. That is what shocked me. I expected the Packers to win, but. I'm not blown away that they lost. I am blown away that they got smoked. Right. Yeah. Um, also surprised about the Broncos and the Patriots. Just because the Broncos are bad. Yep. The Patriots. Well, are sorry. Not Drew Lock came back. I like Drew Lock. I do too. I think he's good. I agree. I like. I don't love Drew Lock. I like him. Mm-hmm. I think he's all right. But yep. still, the Patriots should be better than that. They should be better than that. I know Cam Newton is not great. So I think we started off this year, and it's funny because it's the Patriots. So they're always talked about in every conversation about Super Bowl because Bill Belichick. They won a lot of them. Yeah. Um, and it was sort of this look at how they're doing versus Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, and they were doing better. They are not. Not now. Um, and they looked bad yesterday. That was the thing, too. They lost, and they looked bad losing. They didn't look good at all. So, at all. Uh, it's interesting. I want to see the Patriots moving forward and see what happens. Um, but they didn't look good. The all, all signs coming out of camp, there were a few reporters in New England that said, there's no cavalry coming over Hill. Patriots are going to stink. They're not going to be any good this year. <laughs> Just get used to it. Yeah. And then they started off really good, and everyone's like, oh, well, Bill Belichick's a genius. This defense is pretty good. Right. Well, I mean, the defense is pretty good. They still played pretty well. But yeah. the offense is built weird. off running and pounding the ball. And if you're not running and pounding the ball, then you get in a lot of trouble. And Cam Newton seemed to sort of revert to – some Carolina tendencies where he tried to push the ball down the field and he ended up holding it too long, and he got clobbered a couple times. Which is hard to do to Cam Newton, yeah. as we said. He got blindside hit by a big old dude. I don't remember. 91, some uh, big white guy. Uh, Derek Wolf, maybe? Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, a Ta- bunch of tattoos? I didn't pay that much attention. All right, maybe Derek Wolf. Yep. Maybe um, Derek Wolf, which is a great name. Right. Maybe one of the best football names behind Spencer Rattler. That's a great name, too. That's a great name. It's a really good game. Um, yeah. Yep. Uh, other surprising game for me, 
was the Colts and the Bengals. So I thought yeah. the Colts were good, and I thought the Browns-Colts game was going to be a really good game. Yeah. And then Phillips Rivers stared down a receiver for five <laughs> minutes. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. He stared that receiver all the way to the sideline and then threw it. <laughs> <laughs> On a crossing route. Like, there's no uh, – anyways. Um, they came out, and they did not look good. And I made a tweet <laughs> – in the first half when they were down like 28 to 7 or yeah, something like that. It was big. And I said, it looks like the Bing- the Colts will have lost to the Jaguars, the Browns, and the Bengals. Those are three teams you expect to, we- to win. You should win two out of those three at least. Right. Like maybe you drop one of the Browns or Bengals because they're good enough to compete. Right. Um, but Joe Burrow looked really good in the first half. I'm I love Joe Burrow. I said I like not love Drew Locke. I love Joe Burrow. I it's gonna be interesting and because Justin Herbert. I really I love Justin Herbert. I think he's good. I love both of those guys. I think he's in a better situation. Than Burrow? Yeah. Yes. Because the agree. Bengals are empty. They are empty and they're in a tough division. As well, it's I mean, gonna like, be hard to make the playoffs out of that. The AFC West is tough too. Patrick it is, Mahomes. But it's easier than the AFC North, I think, to, to, to come out and to make the playoffs. There's a little division. bit of bias in there. But All right. Well, listen, we are 5-0. and oh. Of course, there's some bias. I'm wearing my Steelers shirt today. JR is wearing his Cowboys shirt, probably just to aggravate me. And I put the blanket behind me, so Lucas yeah. had to stare at I the do. whole podcast. It's, I always, always have to look at that blanket. That's You're all right. welcome. That blanket's what? You won two games? Congratulations. Um, other surprising game for me um, was 49ers Rams, right? Well, 49ers Rams, which we already talked about that one. That was a surprising one to me because yeah. the 49ers just wiped the floor with the Rams. Right. And the Rams can obviously only beat the NFC East. Clearly. Um, which is not hard to do. The Cowboys are still in first place. They haven't even played this week. So, win or lose, they're still in first place. And then they play Washington next week. So, um, it, it's looking good for the boys. Um, <laughs> in your division, at least. Yeah. Um, Vikings. So, NFC North, surprising. First place team in the NFC North, Chicago Bears are 5-1. and one. As, as that reporter said, and he's right, ugliest five and one I've ever seen. Yep, but five and one nonetheless. Five and one's five and one. Um, they have a great defense. They do. Uh, I think that it's Montgomery. Yeah, David Montgomery. It's good. I like him. I liked him when he was at Iowa oh, State. Well, let me tell you something about David Montgomery. He sure don't put up very many fantasy points. Oh man! Because so, I got him and I keep playing him because he's he's got volume. But he is not doing squat fantasy wise. So I feel I get this, and I maybe this is why I don't like Deshaun Watson as much. So I think Deshaun Watson, when he was early in his career, which there's a lot of bias when you're a first round pick that people always they expect bigger things and they don't like their expect expectations to be blown. So yeah. they automatically accept some faults to make their expectations seem true. Right. So you get a lot more chances. Yeah, you do. If you're overlooked, they don't really – If gonna you get blow it, it, they're like, uh, yeah, well, that's what we thought. Yeah. yeah. So 
with Dak Prescott, I felt like that happened a lot. And his rookie year, he didn't put up a ton of fantasy points as a quarterback. Nope. Because that's not the way the offense was built. That's not right. the way he played. Until this year, he didn't really. Well, last year he did. I mean, he led the NFL yeah, in right. passing or second behind Jameis Winston. Um, but, I mean, I think it just irritated me because everyone talked about how great Deshaun Watson was, how great this was. You know how, who has more playoff wins than Deshaun Watson? Let me hear it. Tim Tebow, Dak Prescott. <laughs> I like Tebow. Didn't like Prescott. Well, I had to throw that in there so you had to remember that slant pass. Um, just bring you bring you down again. Um, but I think that the same thing with David Montgomery, you're going to see him compared with other people, but a lot of people compare fantasy numbers and, like, how do those compare? But the impact he has on his team is bigger yeah, than his fantasy Yeah, fantasy numbers. is not real. I mean – it's in the name, but like just because a guy doesn't make a right. good fantasy player doesn't mean he's not a good player. And just because he puts up big numbers does not mean he's you know, right. any use to his team. Which leads us perfectly into our next segment of players that we don't think get enough respect that right. are really good football players. So Aaron Donald, probably not on this list. Because everybody cannot get them enough Aaron Donald. So he's not making the list. So this is not like our favorite popular players. These are a few guys that – um, I don't know. Some of them may be getting a little buzz. At least I'm going to say a few that get a little buzz. But like, I think they deserve as much or more than what they're getting. Yep. You know. Um, so the first guy it is getting buzz, but he's done it for two weeks in a row, and I loved the look out of him when he came out of college. I loved the draft pick, and this is Steelers homer all the way. Chase Claypool, I think, is for real. I don't. I don't think this is like a hot couple games for him. He had a good day again yesterday. He led the team. And receiving, um, I believe James Washington got the touchdown. But, but anyway, um, I think Clay Chase Claypool is going to continue to do this. He is big, he's fast. He's got all the physical attributes you need. Ben Roethlisberger is throwing him the ball, and he's throwing him the ball a lot. And I think Chase Claypool is going to be – one of – I love all of Pittsburgh's receivers right now. I think we've got them coming out of our ears. But I really, really like Chase Claypool. So that's like my first – I don't know if you want to like flip-flop it. That way I don't get monologuing and, and you don't get monologuing. But, yep. but um, I think Chase Claypool deserves every bit of attention he's getting and maybe some more. So my first one, uh, and he got some respect a couple years ago. Not as much now. Probably because they drafted a younger linebacker. They drafted Devin White. Yeah. Uh, is he from Michigan? Yeah, I think so. Um, that sounds right. I actually don't know where he was went to college. Um, but Levante David. Yeah. The linebacker for the Buccaneers. Yeah. Um, he does not get as much attention because of Devin White. Devin White's a younger player. He's playing really good too. But Levante David is a beast they've got a good defense man. Uh, he's he's a beast and he's a big I, piece and as someone who played linebacker in high school not that i was any good but because <laughs> i played it i watched linebackers one of my favorite players of all time is zach thomas yeah um he's a great player love zach thomas um but i like to watch linebackers and levante david is a good linebacker and yeah. he doesn't get a lot of love right now and he should get more. I agree. I like that one. 
Um, the other guy we mentioned earlier, I didn't intend to talk about him earlier, so I'll keep this short. But, like, Ryan Fitzpatrick is a journeyman. He's going to have some weeks where he throws six picks. Like, he's going to absolutely lose you some games and look like he doesn't belong in the NFL. But he is such a good guy. And, man, he plays hard. Like, if he needs to run over a linebacker for a three-yard first down, by golly, he's going to give it his best. And he does it pretty yep. frequently, actually. Yep. You hear Pat McAfee say it all the time. Mind of a Harvard man, <laughs> heart of a plumber. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love it. I think that's very fitting. I I love Brian Fitzpatrick. I really do. And uh, I I hope he keeps getting chances like he is in Miami to just, you know, fill a gap for a year in play because he's – man, he he just – I just love to watch him play. I just love to watch him play. Yeah, he's really good. Um, one for me, uh, DJ Chark. Yeah. Not a lot of love from Jackson. He's in Jacksonville, so – his fantasy numbers are going to ebb and flow with everything. He's had some really big weeks, though. But, man, is he a good receiver. He plays great. He's good. And he's – I remember when he, like, ran really fast at the combine, and it's sort of a stigma, I guess, that I associate with receivers. If they're fast, that means they're small and scrawny. Yeah. And he is not. No. He's a big guy. He is, he's a big receiver. I forget. I'm the flip. I forget that he ran fast at the combine. Right. Like, I forget that he's as fast as he is. Right. I think of him as a big, like, go up, get the 50-50, and then I mean, just I come do down hate that it. every time I hear his name, it makes me think of the stupid Baby Shark song. All right. Well, it never did before now. I do not appreciate that. <laughs> it ne- that never, ever, ever went through my head. Now it'll never not go through my head. I have a four-year-old. Well, I don't. You have not listen to Baby Shark as much <laughs> as me. That is a fact. That is absolutely a fact. I will make it no argument to the contrary on that. None. Um, another guy, This I feel like I'm not doing a very good job here on this. I feel like you're, all yours are better than mine, but I'm going to keep on going. Um, DK Metcalf could, like, if he keeps up what he's doing, and then theoretically... I don't know that after even a year of this, you could put him in the conversation. But if he does this for the rest of this year, he might enter the conversation maybe next year. He could start competing for, like, top three receivers in the NFL. Because I know he's got Russell Wilson. That helps a lot. But Julio Jones has Matt Ryan. Uh, Hopkins has had Watson and now Kyler Murray, who are both decent quarterbacks. Like, other great receivers have good quarterbacks too. And DK Metcalf looks phenomenal. I mean, obviously, he's a physical freak. We've talked about it before. He's absolutely insane physically. But he's playing really well, other than that really, really bonehead move two weeks ago where he uh, just forgot to finish the play and get in the end zone, and the guy knocked the ball out of his hands for a touchback on a 60-yard touchdown pass, or what should have been a touchdown pass. But DK Metcalf looks like he's not going to waste his physical ability because sometimes guys you know, with just freak abilities – for some reason, never turn out to be any good. And I don't know if that's because they think they are can just run faster than everybody and become an NFL legend uh, or what. But he looks really good this year. Last year, he had some problems with drops and fumbles. This year, not so much. Not as much, at least. He's playing great. So I think DK Metcalf needs to uh, – people need to start talking about him as one of the better receivers in the NFL. 
And if he keeps this up, they can start talking about him as maybe even one of the top-tier best in the NFL. I mean, that's not far. Like, I think they're almost there now. Um, I don't – no sleeper picks in Lucas's bag over there. Not really. Um, my final one, maybe not a sleeper. I already talked about it a little bit, so I won't spend a lot of time there either. Ryan Tannehill is playing some really good football. Mm-hmm. And to me, it was surprising because I didn't expect it again. I was afraid I wouldn't see it again. So, he, when he came in, he started playing last year. I was like, wow, this is amazing. What were the Dolphins doing? Which, by the way, he was drafted. He played receiver in college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A&M, right? Right. Texas so, like, yeah. this is just wild. Like, he was drafted in the first round, and I had no idea why. He had, like, like I don't know, like eight games of tape as quarterback, and the Dolphins were like, yeah, we'll take him in the first round. Yeah. Which made no sense. And then he had some good moments with the Dolphins. And then signs with – um Tennessee takes over. Um, I love watching him play. He's excited. He's running around. He's fun. Yeah. He's like he's running into the end zone to celebrate with Derrick Henry like yeah. a little kid. And yeah. I absolutely love watching it. You look at his numbers. He's in the top of the NFL, at least like top five when it's the QBR or quarterback rating. About 70% of his passes he's completing. Yeah. Playing efficient. Good football. Um, let's see. Two picks all year. That's a great number. 13 touchdowns, two picks, 70% completion rate. That's good quarterback it play. Is. That is. At the top with anybody else. And he even signed a modest contract. In yeah, the he's offseason. not being paid a billion dollars to so, do this. Which is what I think a lot of people expected Dak Prescott to do until he got injured. And then they are mad that the Cowboys didn't sign him for $50, $50 million. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, whatever. Media stinks. They do. Um, but, uh, yeah, Tannehill is just real solid. He's just – I mean, we've, yeah, we've already covered it. He's just solid. Yeah, he's good. He's um, good. I don't think he gets enough love. I think he will as the season goes on because – If they keep it up. The Titans are going to be more and more relevant. Um, but in their division, they still got the Colts breathing right down their neck, 4-1. and one, Yep. But the Colts the, don't I, look good at 4-1. No. and one. They don't, but I think they'll still compete. And by the end of the year, I think the Colts will still be around. I think. Yep. So, uh, get into picks. Last week's picks. Yeah. Uh, we are zero for one. Yeah. Um, the next two are tonight, and I think, I think I might have picked the Bills. So, so tonight, uh, we both had the Packers, and that's the one that matters. We lost. Uh, tonight, you had the Bills, and I had the Chiefs. Um. So right. we'll see. That's you know going on at the moment. So we'll see how that turns out. But Jr. is on the Bills. I'm on the Chiefs. And then the Cowboys Cardinals game later. Uh, everybody put on their surprise face. Jr. is on the Cowboys. Oh, what a shock! And uh, I'm with the Cardinals. So. Yep. So we'll have some more picks to review next week. Uh, but let's make some picks for this upcoming week. Yeah, there's some good games. Yeah, there's one great game and um, a bunch of other good ones. So let's start with the great game. Uh, Pittsburgh and Tennessee. So, have- uh, shocker, uh, I assume that Lucas is picking the Steelers. You would assume correct. So, and I can appreciate that pick as a because fellow a homer. Le- um, I can appreciate that. It's also a legit pick. I, you can make that argument. I can make the argument that over the past several seasons, Ben Roethlisberger is not the same quarterback when he's not playing in Pittsburgh. 
Yeah, but so I, what? But he shouldn't have to be the same quarterback that he has been in the past several years. They should be better. They shouldn't have to do that. But you don't know what's going to happen. I don't know that I fully trust their offensive coordinator. Um, and I think that not having Devin Bush is that a matters. massive deal playing against the Titans. Uh, I think it's less of a deal against the Titans than it is, than it is against other teams. I don't know. I, I'm i interested to see. That's the one that worries me. And the Taylor Luan injury definitely worries me. Um, but I think that – I think that the Titans coaches, I really like Mike Vi- Mike Vrabel. I like rooting for him. Again, I like linebackers. Yeah. So I I'm think he's a good coach. I think he's a really good coach. Um, but I will take Tennessee in that game. Yeah. Because they're playing at home, even though home field doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Definitely doesn't mean much. But that'll be a great watch. Yep. I'm really looking forward uh, to that game. The next game that we were going to pick was – what other games were we going to pick? Uh, we were going to pick uh, Raiders-Browns. Um, Raiders? Uh, I'm sorry. That's – nope. That uh, Browns and Bengals. Browns and Bengals. The Battle of Ohio Raiders. Part 2. Yeah. yeah, Browns and Bengals. That's Week 8, Raiders and Browns. Week 7, Browns and Bengals. Not that we think this is the, like, best possible game you can watch all week, but, like, this should be competitive. So this is my last week picking the Browns. <laughs> if they don't <laughs> win – got one more in you. So, again, we talked about it. Teams that were good teams that got embarrassed. Yeah, they seem to bounce back. They bounce back and they play do. good. So, Cleveland, are you a good team or are you a bad team? This is the week we find out, and I think they're a bad team. But I'm but picking, you're picking them. them? <laughs> I'm confused by I'm your logic. I'm picking them because it's going to come down to a field goal, and Randy Bullock's going to find some way to doink an upright. <laughs> um, the stats are on my side with that one. Yeah. Maybe. Um, this is a tough pick for me. I really don't feel a lot of conviction on either one of these teams. Like, yeah, they're going to bounce back, or the Bengals are finally going to show that they belong and going to beat the Brown. You know, I don't I don't really know what's going on. What I do know is I love Joe Burrow, and the Browns are so up and down. I just don't know what you're going to get from them. So I would love to see Joe Burrow beat Mayfield and beat the Browns. And have a great week. And so you're taking the Bengals. So I'm taking the Bengals. Okay. Um, I'm taking the Bengals. Seattle, Arizona. Once again, home field doesn't mean anything, but um, I have a feeling that the Cardinals are a good team. And later this evening, they're going to get blown out <laughs> by Andy Dalton and the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys, okay. and they will bounce back next week against Seattle and hand Seattle their first so loss. So you're taking the Cardinals in that game. I mean, if you have an ounce of defense against Seattle. You can what? Still you can get win. ran by by DK Metcalf? I'm just saying. And Tyler Lockett. Last week we talked about the Packers and the Seahawks. We did. Really great offenses, horrible defenses. If you play a little bit of defense, you're going to kill them. And guess what happened? The Tampa <laughs> Bay Buccaneers played a little bit of defense <laughs> and just ran all over them. They did. So I, the same thing could happen. Um, I thought I heard something about Chandler Jones being injured, which would be a big deal. That would be a huge I don't know deal. if that's true. But I, I don't either. I haven't heard that. But um, I haven't heard a lot of things. Um, I think I'll go the other way. I love Russell Wilson to death. Um, the Seahawks are just a very good team, and Russell Wilson just finds a way to win all the time, even if it's not the most beautiful thing. He just To watch him play is so much fun because he's running for his life 90% of the time, and he always makes a brilliant play out of it. So – 
Yep. Chandler Jones had season ending injury. Dang, really? Um that's on a, his right bicep. That's a problem. So um I'm still gonna stick with the cards because good teams bounce back. I believe the Cardinals are a good team and they're gonna get blown out tonight. Um <laughs> so so I'll take Seahawks, you'll take Cardinals there. Yep. And then so that's three games. Um, you wanna stick with three, you wanna throw a fourth in? Um we can throw a fourth in. We'll also note uh, I no. mean, we got to pick Dallas because it's Dallas well, and Washington. Yeah, but we, but we have to because I'm a homer. Dallas, Dallas for Jr. Yeah. I'll take Dallas too. I don't want Dallas to win. I keep picking Dallas. I've picked Dallas like two or three weeks. I'm ashamed, but they keep playing garbage teams, and they're forcing me to pick Dallas because Washington is garbage. So I have to pick Dallas. So I like that. We we weren't going to talk about the Cowboys because they haven't played yet and there's nothing to talk about. And we keep talking, and we about, keep the talking about them because that's where the money's made. That's um, <laughs> so they play the Cardinals tonight. They play Washington, then the Eagles. They should be able to win all of those games. The Cardinals should being the toss up. Um, no, Cardinals will beat them. Tonight. And then they play the Steelers. Easy win. Um, uh, what for the Pittsburgh? I hope you mean. I mean, Cowboys are going to have fans. Jerry might have full capacity by the time they play. I don't. I that's don't know po- if you think JJ Watt. I don't. I don't know if you think JJ Watt can't sack Andy Dalton when there's fans there, but he certainly can, and he will. That's fair. All fair. <laughs> um, but then they play the Vikings, who stink. Can we officially say they stink now? You can. Do you need more evidence? I'd, I just don't think they're that bad. I don't think they're in stink territory. I think they're in irrelevant territory, but not stink territory. No, I, their quarterback play is in stink territory. <laughs> hey, remember how I said I quarterbacks, they're drafting the first round, get a lot of extra chances. Yeah. Quarterbacks drafting later rounds don't. Yeah. Kirk Cousins was drafting later rounds, and he's going to stop getting chances because they're like, oh, we were right. When the money runs out, because yep. he's got money coming his way. Um, let's see if we can find Kirk Cousins here. He I, He's not great. He has he 11 has touchdowns and 10 interceptions. That's awful. All right. He has a QBR of 46.8. Whoa! <laughs> that's really bad. He's no good. <laughs> that's real. I didn't think he was that bad. I need to watch more Vikings games, apparently. Um, he's also been sacked 14 times. Well, that's not always his fault. It's not. Don't look. I... Man, y'all missed. This is where we shouldn't. We should be a TV show, not a radio show, for like three seconds right there. Because the look on Jr.'s face says, "Are you kidding me?" It's not always his fault. Great. I mean, obviously, he doesn't block and throw the ball, but but he does need to throw the ball, and not right. hold it. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> true. One sack, two sack, not your fault. Three sack, four sack, throw the ball. <laughs> is that the new nursery rhyme? It's the one I read it to Nora every evening. Um, <laughs> all right, so those are our picks. Um, and I think we did better staying on topic, a little more concise. Last week, we were almost like an hour and 20 minutes. There so was a lot to talk about last week. Yeah, so we're going we're gonna to keep it under an hour 10 this week. Um, but as always, we're thankful that you listen to us ramble on. We're just having fun talking about sports. We keep getting shocked by the like people like our post and listen to our podcast. Yeah, it's been wonderful. Um, we love it. And we love it when you interact with us. Um uh, gonna try to do some more memes. Um I'll probably live tweet during the Cowboys game. I gotta learn how to make memes. 
I'm so illiterate on a computer, I don't know how to do that. Uh, you just Google, like, I want to make a meme. <laughs> it's a good idea. Yeah. Spell it me, me, and that's <laughs> how you get there. Um, <laughs> I'm going to do that tonight. You might see some fresh memes coming your way this oh week, gosh, and you might they, not. They might be horrible. They might be awful. Um, I'm a good meme connoisseur. I got a, a couple meme. that I've been saving up for, like, opportune times. I'm concerned that I will either... I might be horrible at making memes. I also might love it and start spending too much time doing it. That's fair. Um, but we are extremely thankful for anyone that listens to the podcast. We're yep. extremely thankful to anyone that interacts with us. Yep. And again, shit out to... Whoa. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> shout out <laughs> to Ricky Hit. I See, shout, hit, Ricky. I thought, <laughs> get out. it. Yeah. I thought you said we weren't going to hit the little explicit tag on the podcast. I, I don't think that counts. I agree. The um, Lord will forgive you. It's a matter of the heart, and we know that in your heart you didn't mean to say that, Jr. I was just trying to give some love to Ricky Hit. There we go. Uh, which, by the way, uh, as we start to move forward and when inevitably the, inevitably the NFL shuts down yeah. for a couple weeks to clear the COVID air, Yep. Um, we're going to need some content. I think it would be fun to interview Ricky. Um, yeah. Sort of, he helps leave One King Sports, uh, local youth sports. Um, Man, we're handing out free publicity like crazy. Yeah. I mean, not a sponsor could be a sponsor. <laughs> not, not a sponsor. Um, no, but seriously, yeah. it'd, be, it'd be fun. That would be cool. It'd be a good interview. Um, but yeah, I think that covers it all for today. Um, we definitely kept it under an hour. Uh, or not under an hour, but under what we did last time. So we're improving. We're getting better. Um, again, like us on Facebook, Instagram. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, unless you're hot girl, eight seven, something something something. Yep. Uh, all three places you can find us uh, at BF Pizza Pod. Um, That's so let us know what you guys think. Yeah. Um, and have a great week. That's right. We'll get you next time.